Holy Gospel according to John. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, For those who sent us, No. He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now, they had been sent from the Pharisees, and they asked him, Why then are you baptizing, if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Have you ever been preparing to go somewhere and... You just couldn't seem to settle on the right thing to wear. We're amid a season of parties and and themed outings, so I imagine that indecision about what to wear confronts many of us these days. Ugly sweater? Hmm. Or colorful blouses and blazers marking the wintry holiday? What to wear? What to wear? The reason we may fuss about what to wear is that, we, that what we wear can often make a statement about ourselves, right? Or at least in our own imaginations, it says something about us. For example, Friday was the preschool's Christmas party, and most of the parents of the kids were here in attendance. It was really cool. The event started with the kids singing Christmas songs here in the sanctuary, accompanied by the magnificent Diana Brailsford, and led, <laughs> and led by Emily Wantuck, uh, one of our preschool directors. And there I participated as the pastor of this church and the faith figure that the kids have come to recognize through our interactions with chapel lessons that happen on Wednesdays in this place and, of course, other times throughout the week, especially as they wave at me in my office as they're passing through the hallway. And so I wore a shirt and a tie, a candy cane looking tie for this occasion. Then, as many of you are getting to know me, the party moved into the ministry center and I got a costume. The preschool director, Heather, had arranged for, you could probably give her a round of applause too, Heather, she's fabulous. She had arranged to have a Santa Claus be present, a longtime friend of hers, and the kids, whoo, whoo, were excited, as you can imagine. 
Well, I went into my office and I changed into my elf costume and joined the party. As you know, I love to wear costumes, and I think it's important that the kids and their families can experience that being a faith leader doesn't mean that Pastor Jeffrey or whomever has to be a fuddy-duddy, but indeed can mix it up with the best of them and have some fun. What shall I wear? Well, I imagine you tend to wear something that perhaps even on a, a subliminal level you may want to say something about who you are. What shall I wear? Today is the third Sunday in Advent, the season of preparation. And for the church, the season of active readiness. Isaiah speaks of the dynamic at play in the prophet's time when the people of Israel had returned from their Babylonian captivity to repopulate the city of Jerusalem, their central city where the temple stood. And even so, Times continued to be challenging for the people, and in lots of ways, socially, politically, culturally, economically, it was difficult. But they were all the same, no longer an exilic people, but people who had returned to their home. The prophet speaks of restoration. The prophet speaks of reparation. And the prophet speaks of a rekindled sense of purpose and reason. The prophecy goes on to describe the wardrobe, if you will, with which the inhabitants will be adorned. Garments of salvation, robes of righteousness, garlands and and jewels of matrimony. All of this regalia outwardly signifies the people were upholding justice. They were adhering to their covenantal relationship with God in those days, and the exhibiting the appearance of of blessing in order to be a blessing, reminiscent of their origins as the chosen people of God, what God had called them to be, the light to the nations. And in that scenario, it was coming true. What shall I wear? What is it that I want to say about myself? In one week's time, we will celebrate the birth of the Prince of Peace, the Lord of Lords, the the Son of God, who is Jesus the Christ. Jesus' first garment, remember, was that of swaddling clothes. Simple, humble, yet warm and comforting. Remember, Jesus' first recorded words in public was, to quote the, mess, the passage that we read today from the prophet Isaiah, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus wore no royal vestment. Jesus did not adorn himself with signs of wealth and prestige. Jesus never covered himself with clothing or costuming which signified anything other than simplicity, humility, servanthood, and access to truth. What shall I wear? Let's consider throughout this holy season wearing our faith 
on our sleeves, if you will. Let our lives exhibit those things which God calls us to exhibit, joy. Let us radiate peace of mind and of heart and of action. Let us show the world around us what hope and love look like. Let us repent of all the ways that we and the world indeed has turned away from what God has created us to be and that meaning and that purpose for being a light to the world so that the world would come to know God. Let's reveal to the world what following Jesus isn't some fuddy-duddy inventor endeavor, but an awe-inspiring adventure in love and loving. What shall I wear? The Apostle Paul puts it quite succinctly in his letter to the Romans, chapter 13, verse 14. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ, he writes, and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. It can be meaningful to think about what you're going to wear when you go to parties, and I hope you do, or outings, or just out in the world. So much more meaningful will it be when you know yourself to be adorned and ready to share with the world what faith, hope, joy, and love look like by your actions, by your words, by your choices. What shall any of us wear? Indeed, let us by our choices show what Christ Jesus looks like. Amen.